from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. I guess that music must mean it's time for us to get at it again. A brand new week of conversation, information, and a little bit of fun. Bob Slider is behind the board. I'm Howard Monroe, and I trust you know who you are. It is 710, 10 minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hanging right around freezing, a little above it technically, 33 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 33 at the Highlands, 33 in Elm Grove, and 33 here at the Watchdog Radio Network. We're looking at cloudy skies throughout the day. Might see a little light snow, a little, little light snow, or a little light rain this morning, uh, then a daytime high up to around 40. Slider, when I came in this morning, it was... Um, very, very light. I can only, really can only see it in my headlights. It's a very light uh, s- snow coming down. Not even snow, just some flurries, I guess you call it. Good morning, Howard. Uh, when I got up, uh, first thing, I could see that the temperature was dropping. I think it was like 36, and then it was dropping. Next thing you know, 33. And you're right. When I drove in, you could just see the, the uh, rain, the mist uh, turning to a little bit of snow. So I don't think we have any problems with it today, but be aware of that. Man, we had a problem yesterday with the rain, though. I got caught... In a torrential downpour. I'm away up the Dillon Vale yesterday morning, and uh, it was pouring. It was a monsoon. Did you pull over, Magoo? It was this close. I was this close to pulling over. I actually texted the church and said, look, guys, I am moving slow here. Time out. Uh, I'll be there, but I can't guarantee I'll be there on time. I I came close to pulling over. It was just almost so much I couldn't see. Howard, if that little voice says pull over, then you should pull over. And uh, riding up Route 7, primarily in Belmont County through Bridgeport and Martins Ferry, the puddling on the road at that time. Yeah. Man, you be careful with that. You're I hydroplane. Hit, I hit those puddles, and I was. I was hydroplaning halfway across the road. It was uh, – but, yeah, it's like there was a like a, a barrier. When I crossed over from Belmont County into Jefferson County, it was like God said, okay, I'm done with the rain. Voila. <laughs> Voila. That's exactly right. And the rain, uh, the rain had stopped. To me – uh, especially right at night, those to me are the worst driving conditions. With my eye condition, I needed glasses. I don't know how many years ago, Howard, 20 years ago, I've, yeah. I've needed glasses. Uh, the glare, the wetness, and like you said, that water laying on the road, you got to watch it also. That was the worst puddling I've seen in a long time. Again, it really was, it was driving me across the road. Yesterday, I had to battle a little bit. Now, I'm not going to whine too much because I would think other people got hit harder. And with the river coming up, you just don't know. But I had water in the basement yesterday that I, I think I almost have it all dried up. But yeah, you know, I got to get rid of a rug now. It, it just got wet in there because it was really, really soaked out. Let me, uh, what, do, what do we know about possible flooding? I don't see any flood alerts out. To, is the Big Seven reporting anything as far as flood warnings? Flood I didn't watches? see that yet. I still have the, the Big Seven on, and of course we'll ask Adam here in just a few minutes. Yeah, because I didn't see anything that uh, suggested there would be um, uh, floods. Although I did note last night I checked online the Ohio River gauge is moving higher into the action stage. Last week it was just like a little bump into action stage. Uh, last night I noticed it was all the way halfway up into action stage. Uh, that just means flood could be coming and the uh, the creeks and streams are running really high 
I guess Saturday I drove around, and the creeks and streams were really were very high. I mean, almost to their banks, so I don't know what Probably we're really good thing that the uh, it looks like the rains have at least uh, stopped for, for a while, Howard. But And, you know, it, if, if I got water in my basement, I, I would imagine there's a, a few folks that uh, had uh, had to buy all that uh, this this weekend, uh, water in the basement, especially if you're, if, you know, you're, you're really underground like my basement is. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get water. Yeah, and that's – yeah, when, when that much water comes down, it's hard to keep it uh, – to keep it out. If the rain had kept coming down the way it did yesterday morning, around mid-morning, I, I think we would have had serious flooding. I'm I'm no – what do you call it? Hydrologist. I'm no hydrologist who knows how to read the floods, but I just think it could have been – could have been worse, but fortunately the rain uh, did stop. Frio Stack Auction Service text line is open, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Uh, you can use that on the text line. You can call us, 304-232-8255. Uh, let's see, light snow, a little bit of light snow, Howard. Oh, you say a little bit of light snow. It was like a blizzard on Benwood Hill this morning. Okay. Cover the road and grass in a minute. Don't know about now. I'm in Moundsville now, just flurries. So, all right, well, I guess there was some snow this morning. I just saw a little bit of light flurries uh, coming through. 714, uh, you feel free to, to let me know what the weather situation is where you are. If you are having a little bit of snow, a little bit of rain. If, uh, the creek, if you had a chance to drive around the creeks and take a look this morning, I didn't. I try and do that when the rain is coming down hard, and I, but I not in the early morning hours. So, uh, And I have not seen any flood warnings or anything, so let me know. Let me know what you know. Uh, here's what I know. Here's what we have to talk about today. Baron Don Blankenship has filed for the Democratic nomination for the U.S. Senate. Now, when he did that, he said, look, I'm not a Democrat, but I'm going to file as a Democrat. Okie dokie. He's on your team, Howard. Yeah, well, no. In fact, Mike Pushkin, chair of the Democratic Party, said, we don't want him. Go away. He's not one of us. I don't care what he says. Get out of here. Don. Current Wheeling mayor and Senate candidate Glenn Elliott will, of course, now be on the same ballot with Don Blankenship. He's in today to talk to us about Baron Don and also about the potential future of the suspension bridge. We'll get into that a little bit this morning. Uh, we now have a better picture of who's running for Wheeling Mayor and Wheeling Council. I'll share those filings with you coming up in a minute or two. Here's what I can say. It's going to be a really busy election season just in the city of Wheeling. We've got four candidates for mayor, and every council seat uh, has uh, uh, more, than one per- more, than, more than two challengers. So it's, they're all very full. I'll share who, who's up and running in a minute or two. Everybody, every council member who can has filed for re-election. Um, of course, Chad and Rosemary can't file for re-election to their seats. But other than those two, everybody has filed for re-election, and people have run are going to run against them. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Over the weekend, a jury ordered Donald Trump to pay E. Jean Carroll $83 million. GOP officials are afraid to challenge him. We've talked about that, Bob. You know, elected officials, they're afraid of him. Oh, my God, I, I got I to gotta say what he wants me to say because I can't. Uh, he'll do something bad to me. But you will notice across the country, average citizens who are on juries, this jury in particular, a previous jury involved in the Eugene Carroll case, the uh, grand juries in four jurisdictions, these are average citizens who don't seem to have any fear of going against him. I think Donald Trump needs to be a little bit afraid about that. We'll talk about that. CNN says Senator Manchin has privately told people he absolutely can see himself as president. And Mark Phillips from Catholic Charities coming in to update us on the latest conversations 
with the city of Wheeling over the homeless camps. That's what I have for you all. If you have something for us, 304-232-8255, for texting. So your weekend was pretty quiet, I guess? Well, yeah, the weekend was really quiet. I was here a little bit on, on Saturday. In fact, I, I, I jotted that down first, Howard. A little bit of a, a, a traffic snafu that you might never see again here in downtown Wheeling. And this was Saturday right around 5 o'clock. And traffic it was unusual. In Wheeling, I can't believe that. That's what everybody – yeah, you would think that. Okay, so here's the scenario. The Wheeling Central game lets out, and there must have been something else going on here downtown Wheeling because there were poachers in our parking lot. Okay. <laughs> so they're leaving right at the time that I'm heading out of here at 5 o'clock. And there's no workers uh, on uh, Saturday on 12th Street, Howard. So I was able to make the left, can't make the other left, and, and, and go out uh, and go out Market Street. But we know the drill now. You go up to Chaplin, you make a left there, you go down a little bit, you head down the alley, and you can still shoot out the, uh, the tunnel, right? Right. And it took everyone a while to really understand what was going on. So even though you get there on 12th Street, it was deadlock you couldn't go anywhere you know it was one of those where your light would turn green but no movement but you can't move and then it would turn red again and it was like ah. and i'm sure it only took two or three minutes but it was it's five o'clock saturday but i think what had happened was everyone was leaving the wheeling central game in east wheeling those coming out that way and there was traffic normally you don't have that kind of traffic right so it just was jamming people up people were blowing the horn i mean it was aggravating but it was just unusual to get a you know a traffic jam in downtown wheeling on saturday at, at five o'clock well just goes to show how busy we are i guess busy right? busy busy and the other thing that jumped out at me i couldn't I think I, there was something going on up at the capitol too, had to be had to be because there wasn't enough to have someone work the lot but I would say there was probably 15 cars cars in the lot. And I know you got a lot more to say about Don Blankenship. But I caught that. It surprised me. And I don't re- remember what I was watching. And, you know, a little bit of a press conference there. And he was talking about leadership. And I wanted so much to someone say, well, that, that t- you're talking about the leadership that got the miners killed. Yeah. You're talking about the leadership that, that sent you to prison. What, what is it, the, the leadership that you're talking about? And again, you talk about arrogance, Howard. Yes, sir. You know, we have our share and we poke fun at him. We, we point the finger at him. But Don Blankenship just might take the cake. Oh. Every, I think everybody else is playing for second place. If you want to hear the arrogance, tune in to Talkline today, 10.06. Don Blankenship on with Hoppy this morning to start the show off and uh um yeah arrogance is a great word to use and he will tell you that you know he wasn't guilty of anything and it was all a setup by the obama justice department boy where have we heard that kind of stuff before um and and uh but i love the fact he filed as a democrat but says look i'm not really a democrat i'm just doing this because i think maybe i can well i don't know what he said i have the comments earlier but basically so i just do it because i can cause trouble this way and again, Mike Pushkin from the Democratic Party says, go away. We don't want you. Now, as far as me, I don't know how much you got caught up in it yesterday. Big football day. If you're an NFL guy, Bear and I talked about it on Saturday, good old boys on sports from 8 to 9 here on the Watchdog Radio Network, that maybe that that Sunday, Howard, is it even bigger than the, the Super Bowl weekend because you have two championship games. You know, right. You have two yeah. really important games instead of just the one game. And I'll just say this, Howard. If I was the owner of the Detroit Lions, I'd fire everybody today. Really? I, I, now, again, maybe that's a knee-jerk reaction. They had a 17-point lead 
at halftime. They've never been to the Super Bowl. They're one of those teams. They've, they've been around forever. But not to the Super Bowl. But they've never been to the Super Bowl. And their coach made some decisions that will be second-guessed. <clears throat> and they, you could just – you could see it. You could feel it. The air just left the balloon. And they just gave it away, Howard. They, they had a 17-point lead, and they just said, here's San Francisco. Take the we're, no, we're not ready for this yet. <laughs> we're not ready for the prime time, so to speak. I slept most of the day, I'll be brutally honest with you, but my wife watched both games. Um, therefore, they kind of seeped into my consciousness while I was sleeping. So you could I hear them of, a little bit. I kind of heard them. I watched the. I think I watched the ending of both games, so um, I saw them. Uh, and, and Nancy made some comment about says that some, how she phrases something isn't right with these games, or there's a lot of trouble in these games. Can't remember exactly what she said, but anyway, she she watched them pretty closely. I did not so. And from the Frio Stag Auction Service Hotline, <coughs> Disney on Ice. Three shows at West Banco on Saturday, Howard. So there you go. And Mark has just sent that to us. Disney on Ice at West Banco Arena. And Craig also just sent this uh, Disney on Ice. So Well, thank you. You Appreciate guys know it. a lot more than we do. Yeah, we don't know nothing. <laughs> about what's going on uh, downtown. Uh, let's see another one, Disney on Ice at West Banco. So you guys let us know. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. All from the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. It is 722. Let's take a look in a minute here at who's running for what in the city of Wheeling. Uh, and there's plenty of uh, – every seat is contested. Every council seat is contested. Four people running for mayor. I have heard – remember that you can still file on Saturday and by mail. And if the mail comes in today, it still counts. I have heard there might be one more, and I do not know who, but I've heard there could be one more candidate for mayor filing. So there are four at least, possibly five. We might get one more later today. But I'll tell you what we know as of Saturday, coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required? Online bill pay and debit cards issued right away. I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Monday, Monday, so good to me. Monday morning, it was all I hoped it would be. 724 on a Monday morning edition of the Watchdog Morning Show. 
We have been talking about the statewide races here in West Virginia for literally almost a year. You know, the the uh, the U.S. Senate race, the uh, the race for governor, um, and so and and all have now filed. I don't think any surprises in any of the filings in there over the weekend. Uh, and we'll talk about the statewide races a little bit later on. But I've been waiting to see exactly who's going to file for various races here in the city of Wheeling. This is going to be, in my mind, a very pivotal year for the city of Wheeling. For the past eight years, Glenn Elliott has been the mayor, and the council has been fairly consistent uh, under his leadership. And they've had some disagreements, some fights, and, and some you know split votes. But on the whole, things have moved the way Glenn Elliott wanted them to move. And it, the, the city has been kind of made, in a sense, in his uh, image, if you will. But now things are going to change. Uh, Glenn is term-limited. So as we know, he is now uh, running for the U.S. Uh, the Democratic nomination for the U.S. Senate seat. Um, and we have four, four now candidates, Bob, running for mayor in the city of Wheeling. We have known all along Denny Magruder, former Civic Center manager, was the first one to file. Um, then along came uh, Chad Thalman, current vice mayor. He has filed to run for the mayor's seat. And third ward councilwoman Rosemary Ketchum has filed to run for the uh, mayor's seat. And now uh, Carl Carpenter. Do you know that name? I do not know Carl. I do not either. Carl, if you're listening, would you give us a call? We can either talk to you now or give Bob a phone number, and I'll give you a call later. Uh, I do not know Carl Carpenter, but he has filed also to run for uh, the mayor. So we have a four-way race for mayor. And now, Bob, that makes the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for, the, 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 the analysis even harder. Because, first place, I don't know where Carl Carpenter's constituency may come from, who he is, what he's going to stand for. We'll find that out fairly soon, I'm sure. But um, now we've got to figure out who's going to support each of the four candidates. It's going to be a really – and with four candidates in the race, once again, you know, you you can s- split those votes pretty carefully. Uh, in some ways, it's, it could be anybody's anybody's race. Yeah, again, I don't know Carl. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to find out more about him, Howard. I, I can almost hear his uh, his campaign song, though. I can hear Bob Dylan, If I Were a Carpenter. Oh, pretty good, though. Maybe he should hire you as his campaign manager. No, I can't work against Denny, but yeah, keep that thought. <laughs> but that's, uh, so I, I don't know Carl Carpenter, but he has filed. And again, I have heard from at least two sources that there is the possibility of one more name being in the mix. Some One more person may have mailed in an application which would come to light today. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I've heard from at least two people that that is possible to happen. Now, there is uh, every council member has filed for re-election, but there is a contested race and a big contested race in every single ward. Heading up to Warwood, uh, Tony Acero was the first to announce for the first ward seat. That's the seat currently being held by Chad Thalman. Acero is a big name in uh, Warwood for years and years and years. Paul Alig Sr. is running. Josh Becker, J. Anthony Edmond, and Zeke Toole all have filed to run. So that's, what is that, one, two, three? It's crowded. Four, five. It's a crowded field in Warwood. Five people running for the seat currently being held by uh, Chad Tallman. There is no incumbent in that particular race because Chad is running for a mayor. Ward 2 is going to be interesting. Incumbent Ben Seidler is running. Uh, Melissa Rebholtz and Carly Dittmer have filed in Ward 2. Carly Dittmer, perhaps best known as uh, chair, uh, vice chair, I guess it was, of the Republican Party here in Ohio County, 
for a while. I don't think she is anymore. And a perpetual thorn on the side of Wheeling Council. She is clearly uh, not in favor of the direction council has been going. So. I was going to say no stranger is she to Wheeling Council, not, but I think you said it better, Howard. Not a bit. Not a bit. Uh, third Ward Council seat, again, the seat that uh, Rosemary Humway, Rosemary Humway, pardon me, pardon me, Rosemary Humway, I'm sorry about that. Rosemary Ketchum is vacating um, to run for mayor. Third Ward Council seat, Connie Kane, George Greenbaum, Jake Henry, and Chris Ham, all running for the current the seat currently being held by Rosemary Ketchum. So again, a crowded election there in that particular ward. Jerry Sklavanakis has filed for re-election in Ward 4. He is being challenged by John Prather, current 5th Ward Councilman. That's the only one, I think, where we see only one contestant against him. Jerry is running against John Prather. That is not Jody Prather. See the look on your mind. Yes, that's who I thought it was. I, see, I, I was going to say, wow, no, I, I, no. that's surprising. No, I know John Prather. I know of John Prather. You know, my One of my sons knows him as a neighbor, so I, it's not. So if you're like me and you're thinking Gumby's or Gina's, no, 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 this yeah. is a different Prather. I saw that look on your face right away, so I thought I better just go ahead and clarify that immediately. It could be the same family, I don't know, but it's not It's not Jody. Um, but that's the only ward where there's only one challenger. So Jerry Sklavanakis being challenged by John Prather. Fifth Ward Councilman Ty Thorngate running again. He will see a contest with Keltus Emmerth, Julia Chaplin. Uh, so there's at least three of them there. And Dave Palmer, I thought I didn't think Dave was going to have any, any opposition in the Sixth Ward, but he does. Nicholas, and we talked about this last week. I think Dave even called us. Uh, Nicholas McCourt is running against Dave in the 6th Ward. Now, Howard, I, like yourself, I've lived in Elm Grove my whole life. I don't know that name either. Do you? I don't either. Most of these names, I'll be real honest with you, uh, a couple of them I think I am aware of, and I don't want to make any comments because I don't want to misstate it, but almost all of these candidates who have added their name to the council races, almost all of them, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, Tony Acero in War in uh, Warwood, this Acero name is a well-known name up there. Carly Dittmer has been, as I said, a thorn on the side of council. She's appeared at council frequently, so I do know her. Uh, Chris Ham ran for mayor last time, so I recognize him in the fourth ward. Uh, John, pra- John Prather, as I said, I, I know only because he lives near my one of my sons. Um, Julia Chapman, Keltus Emmerth, <laughs> don't know, and Nicholas McCork, don't know. And Carl Carpenter, Carl Carpenter, as I mentioned, who's running for mayor, I don't know either. So there you go. That's that's who's running. But it's these are going to be it's going to be an interesting interesting election because based on what I know about a couple of these people, if just a couple of these folks get elected for council, they'll change the complete direction that the council has been going in the last eight years. Um, I would think uh, the mayor. I've said this before. I, I, all of the mayor. Well, I don't know Carl Carpenter. So I'd be careful. Of the three mayor candidates we've known all along, within a range, some of them may want to, you know, Denny, I think, wants to tweak some things a little bit differently, Rosemary Chad. I don't think any of them is going to go for drastic change, but I think you'll see some of these council members that will go for drastic change. So we'll be following it. If you are among the members, uh, among these folks whose name I just read who are running for council, uh, feel free to give me a call, and we will try and arrange uh, interviews with as many of these people as we can um, but it's going to be interesting. Tom, uh, Tom Howard, the current sheriff, is running for magistrate. He's term limited. He can't run for sheriff again, so he's running for a magistrate. Um, and uh, we have, um, as we know, a couple of candidates running for the sheriff's position. 
Nelson Croft and Charlie Murphy, both now Republicans. Charlie Murphy, once upon a time a Democrat, but Nelson Croft, Charlie Murphy are both running for the Republican nomination for sheriff, and John Haglock is running for the Democratic nomination for sheriff. And as always, the Watchdog Radio Network would love to help you get your message out there. Give Howard a call. Give me a call. Give someone here a call. Yeah. Call anybody. I'm, I was about to say something that I'm not, I'm not going to say it on the air. Yeah, but wait, for, first place, <clears throat> happy to get any of you and all of you on the air to talk about your your your, your candidacy. Uh, and we will do that with as many people as we can, both running locally and statewide. I talked to some of the statewide office holders yesterday. Talked to the team from Chris Miller, the uh, businessman from Huntington, Charleston, who's been running some ads around here uh, about getting him on the show probably later this week. We'll do all the uh, gubernatorial candidates, all the Senate candidates, and so on. Um, and we'll do the others as well. And then, if, you know, we always can help you out with advertising. We're happy to help that because uh, advertising can help. Let's see. What else do, do we have here of interest? There are two seats on the Ohio County School Board uh, up for grabs. I don't know what district they're in. That always makes a big difference. But there are four candidates who have filed. Uh, Bernie Albertini, who I think is involved in health care, uh, Ann Hercules, Jessica Powers. She was one of those ones that was in the running for appointment uh, uh, after Grace um, – oh, ter- I do apologize terribly – after the, the, current, the previous board member passed away. Grace Norton passed away. Um, and uh, Danny Vitenzi. Those are all filed for Ohio That's our County. boy Danny. Ohio County School Board, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Alex Coogan. We know Alex. Alex Coogan has filed for the Conservation District Supervisor. All righty then. Constru- uh, that, uh, that makes sense. Uh, let me see. Okay. Where to go here? I, I was I have not yet looked into the, the school board thing, so I, I don't know who what what magistrate districts are up. David Croft, who's on the school board, says no one from magistrate three is eligible this time around. So I, all of this is I've been waiting for the filings to sit down and figure out now what's going to happen. And now you have them. Howard. Now I got them. So it's going to be a busy busy season getting underway. Uh, I think let's see what else. I'm oh, skimming very quickly, very quickly. Um. Story in the Intel covers a lot of this stuff. It uh, goes down into Marshall County, up into Brook County. We want to check out all of those things um, as well. The list of people running. You know what? I would say this, whether I agree or disagree with them. A lot of people have chosen to run for various offices. And that's a good thing in America. That's a, it's a good thing that people are stepping up and running. Even some of the folks that are Yabalonis that I, I wish weren't running, it's good that people are running. So that's what we have right now. And um, we'll be following it a lot more. As time goes by, 735, 25 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A couple of tidbits coming up out of the legislature in West Virginia. Is Joe Manchin seriously now thinking about running for uh, president? That's what CNN is saying, at least in one report. I'll share that with you. And uh, Wheeling Mayor and now Senate candidate Glenn Elliott will be on. I'm curious what he thinks about Don Blankenship now being on the ballot with him. We'll talk about that coming up in the next hour of the show. We are the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Slider is here. He'll have a look at the uh, road to the Super Bowl coming up in Slider on Sports. And we'll have uh, Adam with the full forecast. Is it going to flood? I don't know. We'll ask him. Right now, though, let's ask Rebecca Little what's happening in the Ohio Valley. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Little with your 7 News headlines for this Monday, January 29th. 
58-year-old Bob Daly could face murder charges after being arrested in connection to a fatal assault in Guernsey County. According to the sheriff's office, deputies were called to a house in Byesville after 10 p.m. on January 20th. Police received reports that a man physically assaulted an elderly man. When authorities arrived, they found a 73-year-old man had been beaten. And on Thursday, the victim died as a result of his injuries. Daly is scheduled to have a preliminary hearing this Friday. And members from the National Weather Service Pittsburgh office made a trip down to Wheeling and talked to the Storm Tracker 7 weather team. The NWS encourages anyone with an interest in public service to join their Skywarn spotter program. Spotters are often considered the first line of defense against impactful weather. Participants can expect to learn everything from the basics of identifying storms and severe weather to reporting that information to the agency. And we are one third of the way through the West Virginia legislative session. Today is the final day for lawmakers to introduce any legislative rulemaking review bills. Yesterday, the Senate voted on a bill that would get rid of many park fees and charges for our military veterans. Over in the House, delegates voted on a bill that could help drivers and construction workers alike. If a highway is going to be closed, signs need to go up 30 days in advance to warn the public. Meanwhile, beginning today through Wednesday, a section of Cherry Hill Road will be temporarily closed from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day for culvert replacement work, while emergency vehicles and school buses will be granted access. Other commuters are advised to seek alternate routes. The suggested alternate routes include Table Rock Road, GC and P Road, West Virginia 88, and US 40. That was a look at your 7 News headlines for this Monday, January 29th. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a marvelous Monday, Ohio Valley. Hey, all you Wheeling Central fans, the Fahey Levitt Agency is just like you. They support the Knights, too. They are also proud to live in Wheeling, where they help families like yours with auto, home, business, farm, life, and retirement. Don't drop the ball. Get the professional coaching you need to win at life. Give the Fahey Levitt Agency a call today at 304-242-8840. And go Knights! Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson, and I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. The alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. 
This morning, how about you? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I got a little extra sleep last night. For me, that means like an extra 30 minutes, but I went to sleep about, uh, you know, 12.30 instead of 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the morning, so I feel kind of uh, refreshed. I'm with you. And alert today. 7.40, 20 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, a couple of items out of the legislature in West Virginia, a couple of real quickies that we'll do in a minute or two. Slider on sports coming up with a look at yesterday's playoff games and um, Willie Mayor Glenn Elliott, Senate candidate Glenn Elliott coming up uh, shortly after 8 o'clock. But right now, let's see what's going on outside with uh, Adam Fike from the Big 7, WTRF-TV's Morning Meteorologist. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, you may have heard me just say I feel ready, feel feel pretty rested this morning, ready to ready to roll. Man, I got stuck in that monsoon. We had a little bit of a monsoon for a little while yesterday morning. I got stuck in that. It looked, it was pouring down rain for a while. I mean, there was. I mean, there was multiple rounds that it just pour. I mean, we got what almost an inch of rain in three hours. It really, was really coming down. The uh, I was driving up Route Seven yesterday morning, and uh, man, the puddling was terrible. I mean, I was uh, hydroplaning all over the place. It was a, uh, and it was the, it was coming down so hard. I almost had to pull off the road because I could hardly see the rain was coming down so hard. But it did let up. Um, I don't think it's is it raining right now outside? Nope. Every once in a while, you see some flurries, maybe a stray snow shower, but that's it. That's what I saw coming in this morning. Uh, a couple of little flakes would flow past my headlights, but that was pretty much it. Although I did get a text from a listener who said up on Benwood Hill, they actually had some significance. I don't mean significant, but enough snow to cover the ground, so I don't know. <laughs> but this is not going to be a snowy day, right? No, 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 no. Most of us don't even see snow showers. It's just going to be cloudy and cold. You might see a few flurries. You might see a stray snow shower. But road temperatures still well above freezing, so other than maybe a an isolated spot in higher elevations don't expect any accumulations. Now, the other, what about the other kind of liquid, though? Are we worried about flooding at all? See, at this point, we've had some reports in, like, Monroe County. There was, I forget exactly what road it was. There was a um, landslide. There was reports of yeah. overflowing bank, banks in Noble County. But for most of us, it's like Wheeling Creek, for example. It's high, but it's not overflowing. You can see that it's right at it, at its bank. So, luckily, the rain has slowed. Well, the rain, of course, has slowed down. So, not concerned about flooding at this point. Yeah, I um, did a little driving around the creeks yesterday or over the weekend, and they were at bank and running a little bit fast. But, mm -hmm. it, it, and if the rain had continued the way it did yesterday morning, all day and all night, I think we might have a problem. I'm no hydrologist, I don't know, but I assume that's the case. Um, but it, uh, right now we're okay. Yep. I mean, you're absolutely right. Where we were yesterday, most of our area was in a aerial flood warning, which is simply, oh, we're at an action stage, which means rivers are rising. They're flowing pretty quickly. Same with creek streams and rivers, but they're not overflowing. I mean, we're still – Ohio River right now is still an action stage, but we're still, what, 10, 15 feet from actually overflowing the banks. 
it is well into action stage, but it's nowhere near uh, yep. n- nowhere near flooding stage. Yeah, exactly. Um, nope. Currently at 30 feet, <clears throat> flood stage is actually six. It's 36. So, I mean, we're getting there, but we're not going to be even close. The uh, the forecast for much of the week involves at least a little bit of rain. It looks like me like almost every day, but none of it's going to be significant enough to to lead to flooding concerns. At least that's what we're thinking right now. Am I correct? Yep, that's absolutely correct. So, yes, unfortunately, it's still going to be a gloomy-looking week. But like last week, we had multiple rounds of heavy precip move on through. Multiple days. Almost every day at least had a round of moderate showers or heavier. This week, everything's going to be light. Today, anything, we see a stray snow shower. nothing accumulates. Tomorrow, we only see light showers, and that's not until after sunset or dinner time. Right. Wednesday, everything is light before sunrise. No day this week is going to be a washout. No day this week sees heavy precip. You see it for a couple hours, and then it's done. And temperatures are going to be, to a large extent, in the 40s, right? Yep. Today's the only day we'll see our high temperatures in the 30s, and even a couple spots pushing to the 40s. But every day this week should be between the mid and upper 40s, and then even sunshine by the time we get to the weekend. Okay. Uh, we're looking right now at 33 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County, 33 everywhere, actually. 33 at the airport, 33 at the Highlands, 33 in Elm Grove, and 33 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. I noticed that at the airport, uh, they're showing a feels-like temperature of 24, so there must be some wind out there as well. Yeah, it's not super windy. Every once in a while, you will see a gust of up to 15 to 20, so I would say breezy, but definitely still want to get back out the coat for the day today. All right. All right, Adam, I appreciate it. How was your weekend? Anything exciting? Nope. Unfortunately, Abby was sick, so it was just, I mean, not unfortunately. I'm fortunate that she was sick, but it was a nice, relaxful weekend. We just watched a lot of movies, played a lot of games, ate some pretty unhealthy food, but who cares? <laughs> well, I think that I think that's what weekends is for, or relaxing and eating some pretty unhealthy food. So I, exactly. That works. I think that works for me. All right. Good to talk to you this morning. We'll uh, continue the conversation tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Back to them. Thank you. Adam Fike, the big seven here at WTR, from, from WTRF-TV here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Do you have any good food over the weekend? I didn't really didn't really do much eating even this weekend. I did. Uh, one of the things that uh, that stood out, I uh, got Zontini's pizza, Ooh, and uh, that okay. was really really good. And then we did El Paso, and man, I we got so much salsa and chips that it you know had that kind of man. It was. Couldn't drink a beer with it. I needed something like really really <laughs> wet and uh, to take that the heat out of my mouth, Howard, because. I mean, I was on fire, but man, their salsa and chip is I lights been, out. I haven't been to El Paso for a good while, uh, and I like them. I, I just haven't been there for a while. Um, kids go there quite a good bit, but I haven't, I haven't been there for a while. We did go to the uh, Stratford Springs. Uh, wow, that's uptown. Well, they they do the Sunday brunch that's just absolutely unbelievable. They had crab cakes on the brunch yesterday. Oh man. And if you don't believe I ate a lot of them, ask John McCabe, because he was there chowing down at the same time I was. He and his family were there. Um, but that, that, sun, that uh, Sunday brunch they do at Stratford, unfor- I shouldn't say unfortunately, I believe this last week was the final week because now they're beginning their seafood buffet for the Lenten season, which I will also, of course, most likely attend. And uh, other than that, what did we do? We ordered uh, some pizza and we had uh, some silver chopsticks. Um, th- just picked it up and brought it home. That was pretty much it. Not a great, 
not a great uh, food weekend for us. And usually, I'm usually the weekend is more about food, but it wasn't uh, wasn't for us. Now, did they deliver? Did Nancy have to go out and pick that up? Nancy picked it up. It was her choice, but they do deliver to our house. She didn't mention mention like a picture of me hanging there. Do not serve this guy any more fog no cutters. More fog no, fog, cutters. no more fog cutters for this guy. It's the wall of fog cutters. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. She did say she said. I thought I saw Bob's yeah, picture. Yeah, there's this the picture there. there. Whatever you do, do not ever serve this guy again. <laughs> I thought. I just thought they were they were just saying we're glad he's here. He's a happy customer. <laughs> food was good though. I love. I liked silver chopsticks. It was good food. Shrimp lo mein and uh, crab meat wontons. And you know what I like about it? It's two meals for me. Ah. You know? Had, we think we ordered I will do that later. Ordered, ordered it Friday night and, and had some Saturday afternoon, too. All right, does until the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Playoff weekend in the NFL heading down towards the Super Bowl. Bob will give us all of that and more when we check sports coming up. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio. Evenings and overnights on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the Watchdog. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me down I gotta say, it's not just rainy days and Mondays uh, Talking to myself and feeling old I, that's, uh, that's become a bit of a standard for old Monroe here. What you got is what they used to call the blues, Howard <laughs> I do, I just... I think a lot. I talk to myself. In fact, I literally talk to myself to the point my wife is going all the time, what'd you say? I wasn't talking to you. What'd you say? Never mind. I was just talking to myself. And feeling old. I'm feeling old every day. I, not, in a, not in a feel sad for myself kind of way, but I'm just feeling. I stop and I recognize how much has gone. What's the line from that from the George Burns song that you also would play on my birthday? Um, three quarters gone from the... Start to the end. You know? Start to the finish, yeah. Start to the finish, yeah. Well, you might want to look at that fraction again, Howard. You might be giving yourself a little bit too much I, credit there. I, um, yeah, I, actually, I think um, 
Anyway, nine before the hour here on the watch. Maybe like a 15th, 16th over there. <laughs> 33 degrees right across the board. 33 at the airport. 33 at the Highlands. 33 in the Grove. And 33 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. We're going to get to around 40 maybe today in the upper 30s at least. The mid 40s throughout most of the rest of the week. A little bit of rain all week long, but nothing to really worry about, we hope. And uh, we'll keep an eye on potential flooding and so on. I don't. There's nothing predicted right now. Um, just depends on how much rain we get. But we'll we'll let you know, and the Big Seven will let you know as well. So it was um, it was a big day in the NFL yesterday. Slider on sports has that. Thank you, Howard. Yesterday was conference championship Sunday in the NFL, and we had a couple interesting, entertaining games. The early game in Baltimore. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the number one seed, Baltimore Ravens, 17-10. Tight end Travis Kelsey had a huge game, 11 catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes was 20 for 25, 161 yards, and a touchdown. Listen to this, Howard. Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs for six years. Okay. Yesterday was Patrick Mahomes' sixth AFC Conference Championship game. <laughs> that is very, six very six. impressive. Absolutely. The late game, the Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers. The Lions had a 17-point lead at halftime, Howard. Did you hear me say that? How many times have I said that? 17-point lead 17-point lead at halftime. How'd that go for, oh, for the rest geez, of the Oh, not good, Howard. 24-7 to was the score at halftime. But the second half was all San Francisco. They win 34-31. to You had to almost be there to believe it. Not only did the Lions fall apart in the second half, but head coach Dan Campbell made a couple of decisions that he will be regretting and he will be second-guessed for for a long time. Now, I heard a couple uh, quotes uh, early this morning that he said if he'd have it to do over again, to me, that's what would have got him fired because it's just horrible, horrible, horrible decisions. Tailback Christian McCaffrey, he scored two rushing touchdowns. Quarterback Brock Purdy was 20 out of 31 for 267 yards, one touchdown, one pick for the winning 49ers. So it's like this, Howard. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, the odds makers, have the 49ers as an early favorite. They are favored by a point and a half over the Chiefs. This year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. 58, Howard. 58. I remember number one. 58 will be played in Las Vegas, Nevada on February the 11th. Kickoff is set for 6.30. You can catch the game on the Big 7 on the CBS Sports Network. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.55. Does the uh, Super Bowl carry the cachet it used to carry? I really don't get into that, Howard. So, yes, I think the answer is yes. Now, here's the thing, again, and I hate to bring it up, but I think it is kind of important. you got this whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. You know, she is almost going to be bigger than the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I know the NFL loves having her there. I'm sure there's there's people out there that tune in just to see her. I mean, no, she, no she's so big. Yeah. She's so big. But to me, and I know I'm going to sound like I'm 111 years old over here, nothing is bigger than the game itself. Not the halftime show, not the commercials. So they lost me about 15 years ago, Howard. I, um, I, you know, I'm not a gigantic sports fan unless the Steelers are in the game or unless I have some vested interest in it. I, you know, I don't get <laughs> – when my kids were kids, we had to throw a party, a Super Bowl party, just because it was something to do and <clears throat> chance to have wings and stuff. But um, 
just as an, as an average fan on the outside looking in, the Super Bowl doesn't have that pizzazz to me it used to. Now, probably I'm in the minority because, and maybe you are too, Bob, because the the halftime shows and the pregame shows and all of the attendant stuff around it, I guess, is what people care about. Um, it just doesn't have the luster for me it used to have. Uh, it had to be about almost 28 years ago when it really hit me between the eyes and it was against everything that I stood for. You know, I like a little peekaboo here and there, but remember the uh, the uh, wardrobe malfunction oh, yes. with Justin Timberlake Janet and Jackson. Janet Jackson. Yes. I was so mad, not because a little boob flashed there on the TV. Hey, I'm all for that. It just, it's getting into the game. This is a football game. This is what this is. It's a, it's a championship football game. And I remember thinking then, man, they're killing this thing. They're absolutely ruining it. Well, I again, I, I'm on the outside looking in. I'm not, I don't have any great, I don't follow the teams all season long, all that kind of stuff. But I just don't. It used to be that Super Bowl time would come, and I I get a little little you know tingle, a little excitement. I say, hey, let's have a little bit of party or something. But I just don't. I don't anymore. But then again, I'm probably you know in the minority. I don't know. I guess so. Uh, let's see. Frio Stack Auction Service text line. I get sick of seeing Taylor Swift so much on the game. Well, I don't think she's going anywhere soon. You no, know, and the reality is that. Um, as you said, Bob, NFL probably loves it. I mean, it, it brings huge attention. There, I think Taylor Swift is a good performer, but she's like she is like king of the world anymore, queen of the world, I guess. I she's say. about as big as you can get, and I would say that there's Baltimore Raven fans out there, maybe football fans in general, that really strongly believe that the NFL wants it that way. Maybe even they're even you know uh, switching the, the the switch over here because they want Kansas City in the big game, Howard and. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they're, they're, they're still winning. I mean, they didn't look back yesterday. They, they dominated that game from beginning to end. Uh, the score was close, but Kansas City, I don't know. Taylor Swift, you're a Swifty, Howard. Um, well, again, musically, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm not so much a Swifty, but I, I, you know, give me a Christmas tree farm song. I love that song. Um, how did you guys do a sports piece and no mention of a former OVAC standout making the Super Bowl? Well, okay, yeah, we'll get into that further on in the week. Now, listen, as the week goes on, I'm not going to have a lot of sports to talk about. So, yes, uh, McKivich uh, is a starting lineman for the San Francisco 49ers. I think that's where they're going, Howard. So we'll hear about that. You know, they don't play the game this Sunday. Get away two weeks. So, yeah, I'm sure I will have a story about that. Well, and that's uh, – no offense to you. That's part of what just drives me crazy about the Super Bowl. Beginning today – it's Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. You know, everything is there. But I guess there's nothing else going on, so I guess that's it. Uh, Taylor Swift, she's the devil off the Frio Stack auction service text line. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. Um, but uh, Kelsey certainly likes her. I think he's digging that. Uh, I think he is, too, in more ways than one. All right, coming up next hour, Wheeling Mayor Glenn Elliott's going to join us uh, and Senate candidate Glenn Elliott. I wonder how he feels about uh, – I wonder if he was stunned when Don Blankenship joined the race that he is in. Uh, also, there's talk now the suspension bridge will be opening soon and will not allow will not allow vehicular traffic. Uh, we're going to discuss that coming up with the mayor in the next segment of the show. You're welcome to join us, 304-214-1600, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Uh, or 304-232-8255, the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line. Here on the Watchdog Morning Show, where it's almost 8 o'clock. The only thing to do, run and find the one who loves me.